0: Welcome, 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 and good good morning. Well, yes, good morning good for morning. us. Yes. Where absolutely. you might be listening, I don't know, but good day to you. Welcome to the Biz Bros podcast. My name's Kyle Nelson. I've got my wonderful co host, my very good friend, Mr. Eli Libby. Good morning, I'm doing great. I'm, I'm a Wonderland coming to work It is. It's oh, it almost fun, Christmas. Christmas. Christmas is a week and a half away. Jimmy all the way here. Blast. Blast <laughs> I was listening to Santa or grandma got ran over by a reindeer. Oh, was really? a good one. Yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah, it's nice. snowing. That was really cool. Um, we're really excited. Sometimes we have such a good episode and such mm-hmm. good responses from our audience that yes. we book someone a second time. And that's a perfect example of today. Um, we have Stephanie Walter. It's going to be a really great conversation about real estate syndication. You know, we don't usually talk about like insurances, real estate, mortgages, accounting, all that stuff. But we were so intrigued by the last combo we had, and the audience gave us great feedback. Uh, yeah. Because it was just such, was insightful. And it was unique. I think it was think, very unique. So, so uh, good reception. Yeah. We have, we're having it mm-hmm. back on today. But before we get started, we got a shout out to Altitude Everything Latte. This is who yes. fuels us on every single podcast. That's why we have so much energy, so much focus, and so much dialedness on every single podcast. Oat milk, CBD, superfoods such as cordyceps. Lion's Mane, Rishi Chaga. If yes. you don't have this locally, you need to ask your local store. You need to, you need this stuff. Absolutely. But uh, if not, oh, make sure to go to altitudebev.com and get yourself some. Really good, tastes amazing. It really it's does. not too sweet, Hard not yet. too like acidic. Um, but before we get started, we're gonna roll that intro. That's perfect, oh, that was awesome. And then you wanna do this <laughs> rose one since we will have it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah, want- yeah cool. cool. Yeah. you. Okay, ready. What's going on? Welcome to the Biz Pros Podcast. My name's Kyle Nelson. I've got my great co-host and good friend here, Mr. Eli Lynch. Thank you, Kyle. Thank you, Kyle. Excited for the episode, man. Today. Absolutely. Really excited for this episode. This a got a check this yep. yes. Absolutely. No. Number two, clear, simple Why? images. Amazon telling The first thing yeah. that I'm, I'm about in this article is... i really looking uh, for that initial print. You need to be thinking about product photography video production. So today's guest, Stephanie Walter, is the CEO of AirBay Wealth, capital raiser, syndicator, and real estate investor, recently retired and sold her insurance agency of 16 years by following the key principles she teaches today to professionals to use. Professional people, she teaches them to unlearn what most of us has been wired to think about money and re-educating people on attaining lasting wealth. Sign me up. Stephanie, welcome yes. to the Biz Bros Podcast.
1: Thanks for having me again. This is Absolutely.
0: Awesome. Such a good show. love having you here before. <laughs> Yeah. So why don't we uh, remind our audience a little bit Just about who you are, kind of a little, little, little touch into your story um, and how you got to where you are today.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, um, I started in the W two world and mm-hmm. uh, and uh, transitioned in uh, two thousand five to uh, own my own insurance agency. And um, I've always I've always loved real estate, so mm-hmm. I uh, invested in Denver in areas that I thought there would be some growth. But I didn't have a great deal of education, mm-hmm. uh, but I, real estate always made sense to me, and I always liked it. Um, yeah. And then I got invited to go to a boot camp in okay. 2016. And uh, that's when they were explaining uh, about how to buy apartment buildings, mm-hmm. which I had some interest in. And that's when the, fir- the idea of a syndication was first explained to me, which I I was 45 years old and I'd never heard of the concept at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just blew me away when I heard it. I just I loved the concept of buying being. A group of people pulling their money to buy something that no one could do on their own, right. and uh, just loved it. I was sold at that time, so I just went straight and got a ton of education because you can't really wing it. Yeah, <laughs> real estate, and so uh, it's it was basically about two years of it was through RE Mentor is the name of the group and. Oh um they just basically it's getting a master's in right in in syndicated and commercial real estate and so from there i closed on my first syndication by myself and that was in uh, 2018 and then yeah realized i'd never ever ever wanted to do it again that way and uh kind of connected with my partner who right there was more like to it, that but we just connected and we had opposing skill sets that really worked well together. Mm-hmm. So now we're on our eighth deal together, and um, yeah, it's been uh, and then able
0: to so retire.
1: Big. Yeah, retired this year um, from insurance <laughs> family, my business in July, and just um, do this. I raise money for syndicated deals.
0: <laughs> very cool so could you kind of so define cool. what real estate syndication is for those yeah.
1: of us yeah. maybe questioning it it's kind of a cool subject it's um it's been around forever literally centuries mm. um where people uh use the very wealthy institutions like banks and insurance companies <clears throat> pull their money together with uh, a a group group of you know professional people you know people that know what they're doing they buy a property together Mm -hmm. they hold it they manage it and then they they manage it with the purpose of selling it at some point in the future all during the hold period they get paid cash flow and then when you go to sell it you get um a big chunk of money um okay what really changed in this industry was in 2012 the jobs act um was passed and it's sort of an i don't think it was an intentional consequence but it changed it completely yeah. uh, the part of the jobs act that this was supposed to focus on was to allow small businesses to get funding easier um what it ended up doing was um you know, changing some different securities right. laws and stuff mm-hmm. like that, allowing people like me to talk to people like you, uh, to go on the internet to um, right. advertise essentially <laughs> that I have a deal. Prior to that, the only way that I could legally let you know I had a deal was that I had to have a prior relationship with you. So, wow, um, yeah. So there was <laughs> wow. much a reason why. Right. So- Someone like me would probably join a country club, and right. buddies, and you know, elbow, you know, with with the rich, and you know, yeah, the good old
0: boys club, right? It's like yeah. mm, the rich you know, and French. Yeah, now like, this the
1: boys, yeah. doing that, it now that's why from 2012 on this, if you look, it's just exploded. This is, I guess a word to call it is crowdfunding. And uh, it's just exploded because now more and more people are learning about it and and doing it, um, which makes them want to participate more.
0: Yeah, that's... I've got a million questions. Yeah, I, I can. I'm just gonna kind of lay out some of the questions I have, and then maybe we can hit on them. Sure. Um, you know, what's the difference uh, of doing real estate syndication in like a low versus high market? That's one that I have because I'm sure there's different you know things you got to be aware of. Sure. Um, what kind of initial investment do people need to be looking at? I know that's probably a wide variety, yeah. but is this for the average Joe, or is this someone that maybe has more? You know, they need to tap into their investment, or they have cash on hand randomly. Um and then how how is it taxed? So you have cash flow coming throughout the year and then you have this large check when it sells. How is all that taxed? Those are my three questions that I'm like itching to know about <laughs> all that. Right. So, okay. well.
1: so um what what was the first one again?
0: Um one person? Uh last <laughs> chain thought. Um, was the first one. Oh, higher low yeah, market. Higher low market, yeah. yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. No, that's a great question. Actually, the it, I tell people, all my investors to go and do research on their own and mm-hmm, not mm-hmm. my word for it. But what we mm-hmm. invest in and in every syndication, literally, you could syndicate any type of property. I mean, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. there. but what we do is we do multifamily properties. We're very specific about the areas where we look in to be sure there's growth and there are different classes of real estate that you can invest in we always invest in class real estate and Mm -hmm. by doing that we we always want to purchase our properties um so that we are making money on the buy side Mm -hmm. but as opposed to going in and saying we're going to buy this because there's going to be future appreciation gotcha we definitely definitely hope that's the case but Mm -hmm. um that's not what, what we're selling to our investors. So Mm
0: -hmm.
1: as far as a high and a low market, it's been really interesting with multifamily. Mm -hmm. If we look back to the what 2007, eight, nine, um, and you look at what happened to multifamily is, Mm -hmm. um, largely if you were invested in the B class, um, let's think of it that people were losing their houses right. well, they still needed a place to live so they were moving into these B class assets. the people that were in say the a, which is the very luxurious you know right. um, places they could no longer afford those. they were moving back into the B's.
0: So really
1: what we saw with mm-hmm. in that market was we saw, for a while, for a couple of years, we saw a flattening of the rent.
0: Mm, okay.
1: um, we did not see um, anything that changed the value of the real estate other than right. the, the rents flattened out. Um, uh, so that mm. the way that the value of a commercial real estate is figured is different than like your house mm. that you're living in. You know, in 2007, 8, 9, when people were defaulting, on their loans, then people were like, "Oh man, that that just you know that comp right. is completely destroyed the value of my house." It mm-hmm. does not work that way with commercial real estate apartment investing. It uh, the value of the property is it's basically expenses, your income minus your expenses equals your net operating income. That mm-hmm. net operating income is that is what determines the value of the property so as long as rents keep going up which historically that that has been yeah, the case
0: right.
1: um that these properties are gonna continue to go up there's there's very little fluctuation we are i would consider i don't know it's a weird market right now it is right. a high market i would say and it has yeah. been a high market since i went into this business in 2016. Rents have just been going up and up and up and up. Yeah. And um I I suppose that they'll flatten at some point. I'm just not uh, sure when. So yeah. it has been a really good time to do this type of investing. <clears throat> um, so long story short, if you look at the volatility of investments just all across the board, right. multi-family <clears throat> will give you the highest return for the lowest volatility. And that's um you yeah. know that's, that's it, it and so people are like, "Well, how much do you would you expect?" I on I an know. average deal we get we pay for your investment is 8% of your investment is paid as cash flow every month as we own the mm. property. And then when we sell the property, our goal is we want to be able to double our clients' money in three to five years. And we're on our eighth mm-hmm. deal and we've done that for everyone. Um, taxes, taxes are awesome. Taxes, that's that's what I don't talk a lot about to new investors because they it's a whole, you know, it's a whole right. different world than mm-hmm. a lot of people actually the wealthy are much more concerned with mitigating taxes than the average Joe. Yeah. But this is an excellent you know, even with all the stuff that Biden had brought up about, you know, switching things around with right, 1031s, right. The, it does not affect this at all. Um, we use what's called cost segregation,
0: Mm.
1: I won't explain it because it's boring (laughs) and all of that stuff, but on every property we buy, we do a study of um, where we itemize every piece of property that's in this multifamily um, complex. Mm -hmm. And from there, we push forward. um, We accelerate depreciation rather than like 29 or 30 years, uh, accelerate it to one, five, seven years. So then, what that means is, let's just say a, I'll give round numbers, but say someone invests a hundred thousand dollars, they'll look in that first year to get a tax benefit of between thirty-five and forty-five thousand dollars.
0: That's um, awesome.
1: yeah, and that's a. I don't like I said. I don't talk a right, lot right, about yeah. that to the new investors mm-hmm. because they don't. It's not that they don't believe, but it's such a new concept for and, them, anyway. yeah. So it's just nice that when tax time comes around, they're like, whoa, like this yeah. is not- <laughs> <That's> <laughs> and so
0: cool. And so you were also, you were saying about the cash flow, you try to average around 8% um, yep. over over that that year, right? So we're talking the same base a $100,000, you are hoping for $8,000 back throughout that year. Correct. Payments, right?
1: And it's paid, we pay it monthly. That's Got just it. how we mm-hmm. like to do it and as far as who can be involved that is still something that may change in the future but right, right. now it's accredited investors so mm-hmm. it's people that have either an income of around 200,000 a year or someone that has a net worth of a million dollars and- it doesn't take, you know. Right. I wish it would be the entry level would be a bit lower. As far as you know, um, we tell everyone our minimum investment is fifty thousand for new people. Um, most people invest a hundred thousand for the first time, but we. I have people that have been cautious about getting into this. i and I'm like, why don't you just give us twenty five thousand? We're good.
0: And then. Right.
1: It always happens, you know, yeah. they'll try it out the first year uh, or try it out for the first deal and they're in for, for right. the second one without question. So that's, that's our goal. And
0: so I would imagine every property, right, has a different value that you're purchasing it for. So that means you know, the pot of money has to be distributed differently. But how many people are typically in a syndication for like. Any property. Yeah,
1: <laughs> well, I mean, we buy, we, our goal was always that we didn't want to work with institutional money, mm. like from banks, insurance companies, pension <clears throat> funds, um, or family office money that that's just very wealthy families that right. the place yep. their money. We wanted to work with individual investors. So we sort of started our business small, like buying smaller, you know, 30 units, 50 units. 160 is our, our latest one.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: we just wanted to, because we wanted to grow our, our base of investors organically and mm-hmm. you can't, you know, it didn't make sense to go out and buy like a $50 million property right? and then just have to have a ton of investors. So, I mean, on average, I think for our latest one, it's, a, it's the biggest one we, we have had so far and they'll probably be about 40 investors in it. So it's a really small amount of investors, you know, in our smaller deals, there's like 10. Um, Mm -hmm. So it's just a really small group of investors. And um, what people like is that every month, besides getting that, that check, that distribution check, they get Mm -hmm. a report from us. And that is just, um, I people have a hard time envisioning this because i work with a lot of landlords and they're like, you mean I don't have to do anything? Nope. You don't have to do anything. <laughs> <And> <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: In fact, I I just finished selling my last rental property in April of, of 2021. And I've never been happier to not be a landlord. Yeah. Um, you, you just have the, the, Professionals manage the money. Essentially, right. what it is,
0: yeah. So, does so every purchase the actual um, property, and then it's distributed through through the through the company, or is there forty people's names on this property?
1: Yeah, we create an LLC for each property, and okay. then they buy shares, and all That's of our cool. investors get A plus shares um, A shares. I'm sorry, and so that just means that their interests are always put above right. before our interests. That right. means um, as far as the profits go, they get the first take of
0: the profits. Very cool. That is yeah. really cool. Um, I'll give you some time Eli. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, you like. Yeah. You talked in the beginning about the, the class and the course that you went through to be more educated about this kind of stuff. Yeah. Do you recommend investors do that? would you recommend people that investing do that or i mean you guys are handling a lot of that but is it still worth our, if our audience was interested in doing that to get involved in, in understanding that yeah
1: i think for sure because you know there are so many different choices um yeah. and so many different things that different syndicators do um right. so i'll talk to a lot of people and be like oh, that that was a weird way that they set that up for it. but mm-hmm. and a lot of that's that is i would say the drawback to this type of investing is there's yeah. just, there are a lot of choices and you do have to do your research which mm-hmm. is um i like have a sister-in-law that uh, she's a professor of entrepreneurship at um at a big university in the South. And so she sees lots of startup companies. And I, right. I, I, ask her over Thanksgiving, what do you think is going to, what do you look at for one of these to think they're going to do well or not? Yeah. And she says, uh, exp- the team a hundred percent, do they have mm-hmm. experience? Do they, you know, have, they? do they have a track record that you can draw?" So those are the two things. That's really it as far Correct. as investors. Um, you can get into it without a ton of education, though I think like on my own website mm-hmm. and if you go on the internet, there's so much mm-hmm. free. So education. So many resources. And, right. stuff, and I would definitely recommend doing that. But above that would be just check out the team you're working with. See what they've done in the last mm-hmm. recent past, like the last year couple years through COVID, how, um, yeah. where they're investing and how those investments have done.
0: Cool. Ah, thanks for answering that. I was really curious more about that. You've had a lot of questions that I would have asked as well. My big one is about tax. Yeah. I mm-hmm. mean,
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah. I was saying your, your oh. questions, you, 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 you <laughs> You've asked a lot. Of them. Well, I was gonna ask. So what's the, what's the future of real estate syndication? like? Because it sounds like yeah. it's a growing thing, right? We have growing markets still, hopefully, that will continue into 2022. Yes. Um, but what are you guys kind of looking for right now? Because I know, you know, it's, like you said, historically, um, over the past, I would know, say, four to five years, it's been very healthy, um, the economy here in the U.S. So what do you how do you prepare yourself for you know you hear a lot of people saying oh you know the next recession is coming they've been saying it for like years now um because historically you know velcro and stuff will happen but how do you prepare for that with with something like this where investing in a high market sure
1: well we basically um we have really focused in on Florida, um, and right. I wish there was like a grand scheme there. But my partner uh, has lived there for the past forty years, and he has thirty-five years of experience being a commercial broker, so he has a lot of contacts there. And <clears throat> we only buy off-market deals, so. Used in the last time. Uh, yeah. So um, for us, I don't think anything was more clear than than COVID. And seeing right. that how that was handled, you, yeah, you have the market is everything, everything. And as far as um, Florida goes, I think we've we've positioned ourselves really well because cool. there's, uh, you know, they have two thousand people a day are moving to Florida. They they just simply don't have the housing. They don't have
0: wow. the housing. Two thousand people a day. <laughs> yeah yeah that was gonna be 2001 <laughs> over
1: here <laughs> and i think to myself i'm like well okay well let's just say you know you're always thinking of worst case scenario just right. stops moving to florida for some reason mm-hmm. it's still gonna take years for um like tallahassee that. we invest a lot in tallahassee we're on our fourth there and um and in the Fort Myers, Cape Coral area, same thing. That's like I think one up there with Bend as one of the
0: mm-hmm. you know,
1: fastest growing areas. And they just simply it'll take years before yeah. before it will catch up. So um and it and then again, it's it's a really great recession resistant asset That's as well I mean. as it it really hedges against inflation.
0: Yeah. So, I, yeah, that's super and,
1: um, because, you know, rents always go up when, whenever mm-hmm. I was a renter, it went up every year, you yeah. know, and that's so that is a nice thing, you know, diversification to have in your portfolio for sure.
0: Right. Yeah, I can see what you look at, like in a market, like GDP growth and all that. But what are you specifically looking at, like in a property? How, how can you kind of like feel like, I mean, I'm sure that you guys are searching everything yeah, yeah, yeah. What is specifically are some of the key things.
1: Oh man, we look at hundreds of properties and usually, you know, this year we had to be a little more creative just because it was hard to find our traditional one, which we love, which is called the value add. Um, Um, And that's what we're closing this year up with is a 160 unit. It was built in 2000.
0: A value
1: add means that um, you need to do do a few things to spruce it up. Uh, yeah, right. the, yeah. the people that own this one before lived in Canada, yeah. and they just managed it from afar, and they did a it happens a lot actually. They just did did a do a really poor job. Um, so there's a ton of growth that can happen by you know getting the expenses in line,
0: yeah, and,
1: you know smoothing it out, just kind of yeah. yeah. That's that's our that's the so that's probably the best, you know, right. that yeah. we can do are the value add. And that's this will be our third one we've done in Tallahassee. But it's you know, Tallahassee in the last year, the rents have gone up from 2020 to 2021 18% a year. Wow
0: so wow. yeah. a year wow a year. That's crazy. yeah
1: <laughs> crazy. so yeah. beyond yeah. all of this other stuff we can do to right. you know really smooth this process out make it a more efficient business which is really what it is mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um but yeah it's 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 exciting but no we we actually did a development of homes mm-hmm. down in davie this year that was something completely different and okay I don't know that we'll we'll see if how that one goes. But um, then the other type of property we happened to come across this year was a developer who just wanted to develop to develop it and and not fill it up and just go on to the next one. Oh, so we right. were able to essentially buy a vacant um, property. So yeah, when you're looking as an investor, you just the value add. I think there's virtually right. If you've got a good manager with a lot of experience behind him, that's probably your safest that that you can you could get
0: involved with. But there's literally that's you cool. can do everything. <laughs> is, that, is that value add kind of going in and smoothing things out? Is that more from an operational perspective or is that more from like a physical like we need to clean up the landscaping and there's some apartments that need some work? or is it a mix of both
1: or it is that's a great question yeah. it is it's a mix of both l- largely and it's really doesn't take a whole lot to add value to a property right. so it's just it may seem like like right. just skinny some stuff down and make it run more efficient right. it really adds value quickly to the property
0: so that's awesome <laughs> well as we wrap things up stephanie we always like asking our um our guests, if there's one thing that you hope someone takes, you know, a little nugget away from from this episode, what would that be?
1: I would say, you know, what I learned from the wealthy investors that I work with is that if you look at their portfolio, they're very invested in businesses and these yeah. types of syndications, they they play around in the stock market, you know, with their Tesla mm-hmm. or whatever, but the, they don't have a lot of money in there, as opposed right. to their portfolio. So I just encourage people to look at extra money that they have, and give this type of investing a shot. And mm-hmm. you know, just kind of, you know, I'm not saying to move all your money in it, but but give it a chance because it that cash flow coming in, right. it doesn't change your life immediately, but if you keep doing it, it's that's pretty cool. awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. amazing.
0: That's such, yeah. Amazing. Well, Stephanie, thank you yes. so much. Yeah, uh if sure. you want if you if someone wanted to reach out to you and and get involved, where would they do that?
1: Yeah, you guys can reach me on my website is the best place and that's www.erbewealth.com. And again, as you mentioned, I have a lot of educational resources right there mm-hmm. on my website because that's really my goal is to reach people that have not done this type of investing before. That's
0: awesome. Very cool. Well, thank you so much. Yes, Stephanie. Thank you so much. We appreciate you jumping on.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: And if you haven't yet, please subscribe to the Biz Bros podcast. Just go anywhere that you listen to your podcast. Type in Biz Bros. You can do it on Google. And then go hit that subscribe button. Hit that follow button. uh, And you'll get to listen to more guests like Stephanie. So we'll talk to you in the next Biz Bros podcast. See you guys.